live from the Watchdogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas. You are listening to Watchdogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watchdogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker. Well, hello. Good morning on the West Coast. Good afternoon on the East Coast. We are live. This is episode number 127 of the Watchdogs Radio Show. I am broadcasting to you live from the Watchdogs Radio studio in sunny Atlanta, Georgia, where we have just above freezing temperatures. And uh, I tell you what, I really, uh, I really kind of feel uh, for you guys that are up there in the uh well not too far north of us i know uh, chattanooga just took a pretty hard hit um but you know what it's winter and we're going to make it through this and uh springtime will be coming and we'll all be out there uh doing what we do when it warms up i know right now a lot of folks are out there shoveling snow and those kind of things but uh you know i was talking to our uh, guests a little here before the show and i said to myself you know there is a reason why i moved to the south uh, 32 years ago and uh and this is it because uh I just uh, I, I just wasn't built for snow, <laughs> but uh, we're thinking of you guys up there, and uh, we got you in our thoughts and prayers. Hope all goes well. And uh, man, I, I tell you what, I'm just watching some of these cold temperatures that are uh, that the people are dealing with, and and it's just uh, it, re- it really makes me feel like uh, I want to get to the tropics, you know. <laughs> but uh, anyhow. Well, uh, you know, we've got some stuff going on out at the Watchdogs National Office out in Springdale. So uh, Chris was unable to join us uh, for our show today. So I've had a little bit of a change in the format. Our uh, special guest today is Mr. Ryan Hamilton from the Life of Dad show. And since I know he's got a little bit of a on-air experience or on-podcast experience, uh, I'm kind of abusing him a little bit, and I'm bringing him on early as my co-host. So, uh, Ryan, welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. We are very happy to have you with us. Hey, it's good being here with you, Keith. Uh, hey, apparently I take abuse well. I, I like this kind of abuse. Whenever I get a chance to be on, on the pod waves or the airwaves, man, I, I love rocking out with people, especially good people like you. So it's good to be well, here, good, man. Good deal, and we appreciate it. And uh, and certainly we appreciate Life of Dad, and Life of, of Dad uh, has brought us on as uh, one of the partner podcasts. But uh, let's start. Let's go back to the beginning, Ryan. Let's talk about uh, your dad, just like the rest of us. Tell us a little bit about uh, your dad experience. Sure. Well, my dad experience um, on a personal level has been, you know, great and, and also rocky at the same time. You know, I think, you know, back, I think about eight years ago when my son was born, um, I was going through kind of a rough spot in, in my relationship with uh, his mother, um, you know, my, my ex-wife there. Um, so, you know, I was kind of navigating a, a separation and divorce at the time, uh, also a job loss, and, and also kind of uh, realized around that time that, that our son was growing up uh, with some special needs and, and some sensory integration issues, which we later um, learned to be autism and ADHD. Um, so, so, you know, my fatherhood story has been, you know, you know parenting is rough. I think it's rough on on all of us, but you know, you add a divorce to this, this scenario, and also mm-hmm. kind of the special needs parenting uh, situation, and also job losses and financial calamities, and in you know various things that happen in my life. Um, it's been a rocky road, but I would say all told, um, you know, I have an awesome son, 
um, love of my life, you know, great, the greatest friend I've got in this world, and, and um, love him dearly. And, and it's just awesome to be a great, involved father um, and, and, you know, participate in, in his education on a day-to-day basis and, and also, you know, kind of get in the school there and, and mm-hmm. kind of inspire him and, and his classmates. So I love it. Fatherhood's great, man. Good, good deal, good deal. Well, now a couple of years ago, you got together with some guys that you knew, and the uh, tell us a little bit about Life of Dad and and what Life of Dad, the the web page, the podcast, the show. Uh, there's just a whole uh, a, a whole conglomeration of things that go around Life of Dad. So tell us how all that got started. And uh, and I know we uh, we've had some communication with Tom. We want to have him on here in a couple of episodes. But kind of tell us what life of da- dad is. There's uh, you know probably quite a few of our listeners that may not be familiar. Absolutely. Well, life of dad is um, a entertainment destination and social network for fathers. Uh, we have you know say a thousand thousands and thousands of members across the planet. Um, you know, and, and we're loved by, you know, fathers and mothers alike. You know, I would say it's about 60% of our uh, listenership and readership are women. Um, but, yeah, thousands of members worldwide. I mean, we've got dads across the globe in Australia and in Africa and, you know, primarily here in the States. But, but you know, entertainment destination, social network mm-hmm. for dads. Um, and, and it really started off as a personal blog. Uh, you mentioned my co- uh, co-founder, Tommy Riles. Uh, which you know some of you out there listening might know as the uh, the warm up act uh, at the Ellen DeGeneres show. He's the guy that warms up crowds before Ellen hits the stage uh, mm-hmm. uh, on her show, um, and just you know the greatest guy you'd ever meet. You know he's a really good friend of mine. But he started Life of Dad you know about five years ago when um, you know he and his wife uh, were expecting their first child, um, who uh, ended up being just the you know very beautiful young girl. Uh, her name is Barbara, but she was born with congenital heart defects. And if you can imagine kind of, you know, uh, father, mother, you know, expecting their first child um, and, you know, all the kind of awkward emotions and feelings that, that you know, goes into kind of expecting sure. your first child, then add to that the fact that, you know, the doctor tells you, well, your daughter kind of has this heart condition and, you know, we don't know if she's going to make it. Uh, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of adds a little, um, you know, uncertainty and, and and um, kind of tension to the situation. So so long sure, story literally short, Tommy really just yeah, after literally. Uh, so Tommy really started blogging there in the hospital room. You know, we live in the day and age where you can kind of jot down your ideas on a smartphone or you know a tablet, and and, and so he started kind of sharing his story, um, that you know his emotions and his feelings and the you know kind of the the health condition of his daughter with his family members. So he, he started a WordPress blog, um, you know, plain vanilla WordPress blog, really no frills about it, uh, black and white text, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and really just started sharing his story right there from the hospital room. Um, and, you know, he's always been a comedian by trade. And, and you know, so when his daughter was born, um, it, it was really kind of an uncertain situation. But two days after she was born, um, she got rushed off to surgery, and, and uh, you know, the, the good doctors there at Children's Hospital of Los Angeles uh, were able to patch up her heart, and, and uh, she's a very healthy kid, and, and, you know, she's a five-year-old beautiful uh, little girl to this day. And, and wow. you know, they're just kind of life of dad is almost on a personal level for Tom and for all of us like a celebration of her life. It was literally started on her birthday. So 
So it, it's funny because, like, every year on her birthday, we celebrate Barbara's uh, life and her birthday, but we also celebrate kind of the anniversary of the founding of Life of Dad. Um, mm, awesome. So, so yeah, so, you know, so, you know, the doctors repaired her heart, and in the story began to, you know, some sunshine started to enter the scenario a little bit. Yeah, it's not doom and gloom anymore. Well, now, yeah, she's a healthy little girl. Uh, mm-hmm. So Tommy's always been a comedian. So, I mean, he, he kind of reframed the story. He's like, well, yeah, now I get to speak about more lighthearted side of, of you know, parenting. Like, you know, before it was, you know, hospital rooms and doom and gloom, but now it's right. like changing diapers and, you know, bouncing balls and, you know, watching her kind of roll over and, and, and cry and smile and, and, you know, the whole nine. Absolutely. So, so he really kind of early on took a comedic stance on it all. You know, he's a comedian. So, so mm-hmm. even in the pits of the, the doom and gloom or even the positive side of parenting, he always kind of took a comedic angle and almost a ridiculous angle, a storytelling <laughs> angle for a lot of the stuff uh, at times. So he and his two brother-in-laws and, you know, one of my good friends, David Guest from back in childhood, uh, who's a video producer out in L.A., uh, the four of them just really started rocking out, making video shorts and, you know, continuing to blog about fatherhood, but each, all four of them kind of had a different fatherhood story. So they mm-hmm. said, well, hey, look, all four of us have a different story. Maybe we can kind of open this up to the world and, 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 and make a, a platform and a destination where fathers anywhere on the planet can kind of, you know, share their story and be transparent about what they're going through as a father. So so they reached out to me, um, you know, uh, you know, again, I, I was a good friend of David Guest, uh, one of the original founders there at Life of Death. They reached out to me and realized I was a, I'm a web developer by trade. So they said, hey, mm-hmm. you know, we're looking for someone who can help, you know, grow this, this, uh, this blogging platform to be kind of a, more of a social network and an inclusive platform uh, to engage fathers across the planet. And I, I looked at the site and I saw some of their video shorts and I, I really hadn't known anything about dads or dad blogging, and but dads were even like sharing their stories on the internet. I really thought that the idea was kind of ridiculous and crazy, you know, um, mm-hmm. when they reached out to me. But but the more I kind of saw Tommy Ryle's story, and in you know really kind of the, the serious side of why he started Life for Dad and his daughter and congenital heart defects and. And in his story, I started to look at my life of a father, and it's like, wow, I was going through a financial collapse. I was going mm-hmm. through a divorce, and I recently found out my son had autism. And, and so so I looked at my own life, and I said, well, wait a second. I could maybe use this site to, you know, sure. potentially be a kind of a place of healing and, and, and release and decompression for me, myself. So. Okay, so, so Ryan, as we're up, we're, we're running up against I, I, I the break here. But, in, I said, hey, this is going to be awesome. Let, let's build it. So, so here we are. You know. Okay, so as we're running up against the break here, tell me what are the what are the platforms? I know we have a web page, we have a podcast. What what else do we have out there? Oh wow! So yeah, so on Life of Dad, we've got you know blogs, we've got podcasts. I would say we have about two hundred contributing bloggers on our site. We have. Uh, about 30 podcast shows um, specifically focused on fatherhood, one of them being Watchdogs, which we're absolutely thrilled to have you in the podcast network. But then well, again, you. we also have, you know, strong video content and, and, and you know, other content like you would expect on, on any social network, like your, your random thoughts and, you know, almost like reenactments of, you know, of, you know, what the crazy stuff that your son or daughter just said in his playroom or, you know, so we have a little mm-hmm. bit of any content. However, a dad, uh, rocks out, and however, Dad wants to kind of express 
uh, his fatherhood story, by all means, we have the, the tools and the platform to do it. Um, so you might see a little bit of video. You might see a little bit of podcasting. You might see a little bit of blogging. You might see just random thoughts and feelings. Um, but we have a little bit of everything, man. Well, that's great. Now, I know uh, Now it's lifeofdad.com. Am I correct on that? Lifeofdad.com, yes. Okay, and uh, that will link you to the Facebook, Twitter, whatever platform that uh, that you would like to take a look at. Uh, you know, of course, we've got our own uh, Facebook, and uh, we do. I do a little tweeting, probably not as much as I should, but uh, you know, Facebook is probably our uh, biggest communication uh, social networking that we have going right now. We've got both uh, Watchdogs Facebook page and a Facebook group, and of course. The Facebook group is where I connected with uh, Jerry Beller at Yake Elementary. And uh, when we get uh, through the break here, we're going to hear from uh, Jerry. We're going to hear how nice and warm and sunny and balmy it is uh, up in uh, metropolitan Detroit. So uh, come back after the break. We're going to have a few messages, and we will be back. Hey guys, I want you to think back to the time when you were in school. Chances are, if your dad showed up at school, you weren't having a good day. Can you imagine if your father or father figure had taken just one day off from work in a positive way to support you and spend it with you at school during your whole kindergarten through senior year? Just one day. Can you imagine what a memory that would be for you today? Well, those are the kind of memories we're creating now for our kids. Through the Watchdogs program, the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering is active in over 4,500 schools in 46 states. This year, 200,000 guys will take a day off from work and volunteer at their local school. If you want to find out about how to bring this program to your school, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Or call the Watchdogs National Office at 888-540-DOGS. This message has been brought to you by Watchdogs, the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering and this station. Hello, this is Keith Shoemaker, National Coordinator of the Dads of Great Students program and host of the weekly Watchdogs radio show. When my dad died of cancer in 1986, my brother Ed became my father figure. We became much closer over the years. My brother was the cornerstone of our family. He was my inspiration, my mentor, and my friend. So when he was diagnosed with colon cancer, it was like our whole family got cancer. He died on March 20th, the same day that my dad died. He was only 60, so this is personal. Now hopefully, my heartbreak is your wake-up call. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer, but you can prevent this disease. Screening finds cancerous polyps so that they can be removed before they turn into cancer. I've been screened. If you think that you're at an increased risk like I am, ask your doctor when to start screening. And if you're 50 or older, get screened. Please do everything you can to stay around for yourself and for your family. Screening saves lives. This message from the Watchdogs Program of the National Center for Fathering and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hey guys, I know you watched the Super Bowl. It was a great game with two great teams. But it doesn't matter if you were for the Pats or the Hawks. Did you notice the common thread among the commercials? Two automakers, a software company, and even a soap company stood up to promote 
father engagement. You know there's a great nationwide trend of fathers stepping up to be there for their kids. Did you know that we are on track to see over 400,000 fathers and father figures serve as watchdogs at over 4,500 local schools in our country this school year? Call your kid's school and see if a watchdogs program is available. If not, ask your principal to go to fathers.com slash watchdogs or call 888-540-DOGS. You can also join our Facebook group, like our Watchdogs Facebook page, or find us at Watchdogs Radio on Twitter. This message is brought to you by the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering. Hi, this is Katie Greer of KL Greer Consulting, and you're listening to Watchdogs Radio. You're listening to Watchdogs Radio. Now, back to the show. And we are back, Watch Dogs Radio, episode number 127. We are coming to you live on February the 23rd. This is rollback week. Uh, we are on a Monday, so that when you tune in tomorrow on Tuesday, we will be there and ready for you. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I had to clear my throat. Uh, you know, I ran the uh, colon cancer PSA. Uh, we are going to uh, be doing quite a bit of that uh, coming up. It's Colon Cancer Awareness Month in March. And uh, as you may have uh, detected from that spot, I have a very personal connection to that. So uh, we want to make sure that we save some lives. I'm going to be uh, talking about that uh, throughout the month of March. So uh, wear blue for somebody you know. And if uh, when it comes up to March 6th, that is wear blue day. So if you know somebody who uh, has been affected by colon cancer, uh, wear blue in their honor. And I know somebody that is going to be very shocked to hear me say that uh, because I'm not much for wearing blue, but for the right cause, I will. Uh, <laughs> I would like to welcome a good friend of mine. You know, we've uh, not actually... Uh, talked, uh, except on uh, communicating on Facebook and social media. But uh, I would like to welcome uh, Jerry Beller from Yake Elementary School uh, up there in Michigan. Jerry, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing really great, and I want to thank you so much for inviting uh, myself. I have my uh, principal, Tim Podolewski, and my uh, son, Brendan, uh, here with me uh, to experience this. Well, that's great, and we are very happy to have you. You know, we uh, tried to get you on uh, last week. I know things didn't work out, but uh, we wanted to, you know, because we heard so much from you uh, on the social networking and uh, the great things that are going on at Yake, and and I believe it's uh, Brownsville Middle School, uh, we wanted to get you on the air and, and uh, just hear from you, and uh, as uh, we, we may even get your... Uh, your son to uh, pop on there and uh, say a couple of things, uh, talk about how he feels at the middle school level, because we get a lot of questions about, you know, what about watchdogs at the middle school level? What about watchdogs at the high school level? Because realistically, and Jerry, I think you can back me up on this, the guys got to grow up too. You know, we, we are part of the program in elementary school. The kids are used to seeing us in the hallways, but when they're no longer in elementary school, then we got to have something to do. And they're used to us being there. They're used to seeing us in middle school. Um, and I think you are, you're not quite to the level you've launched at middle school. Is that right, Jerry? Um, I have, uh, we actually have, uh, at Brownstown middle school, we, uh, started the program there two years ago. One of the guys, uh, here from Yake, his name is Tony Bartolotta. 
Um, he became very ambitious and wanted to uh, go ahead with it. Um, I tell these guys at the launch that my dream is to walk right up the ladder with my kids in mm-hmm. the high school. Um, and so basically um, he took the forefront. His kids were a little bit older, and I, I said, I'll come up there and talk to everybody we need to to get it going. We, we did establish it, but it wasn't super strong. Um, mm-hmm. And I know he was doing everything he could, and I was pretty busy here. So what we did was uh, uh, last year I kind of did a little experiment. I went up to the middle school myself, talked to the principal and vice principal, asked them if I could come in, walk the school, my normal routine, patrolling, and then Mm -hmm. if there's teachers who would like us in there, could we come in? I was invited into two classes. Um, The kids, I didn't know what to expect, but it, it turned out to be an awesome experience, and I think a lot of it had to do with all of the elementary schools here in the Woodhaven Brownstown school system have the watchdog, so they're already acclimated to it. Right. They're used to it. Okay. And so with, with, with that being said, um, I had several letters written to me from the kids telling me, thank you so much for your help, and um, and the teachers basically said the same thing. We'd love to have a watchdog here every day. So when my son or my daughter is moving up into Brownstown Middle School next year, um, we have a new vice pres- principal there, um, Roger Gorganis, uh, me mm-hmm. and him have already talked. He's from Yake Elementary School, and uh, we're going to get it going. Exactly. That's great. That's great. Now, uh, I see we we still have Ryan on here. Uh, I know you got to go, so uh, let me go ahead and thank uh, thank you, Ryan. Ryan Hamilton from Life of Dad Show. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated you uh, stepping up and being my co-host today. Oh, anytime, man. Hey, glad to be back anytime, and I'll definitely uh, let Tommy Rouse know. Uh, great place to be here so uh yeah hopefully we'll all be rocking pretty soon good good deal well thank thanks again ryan awesome take care okay now um i'd, I'd like to uh, talk to tim briefly now, now tim tell us as an administrator you know we get questions from administrators about you know how do we do this what are the the policy and practice issues that we have to deal with um, you know, we have over 4,500 schools running the Watchdogs program, so obviously somebody's figured it out. And, and as a, a leader in, a, in your community at, uh, at your school, uh, tell us from a principal's perspective what, uh, what the Watchdogs program means to you. You know, we started the Watchdogs program here on uh, May 17th of 2010, so we've had it fully up and running uh, going on six years now. And it's just become a, a part of our culture here. Uh, and actually, it's pretty exciting because uh, we always put pictures of uh, the fifth graders and their dads in our end-of-the-year graduation video. And this year, I can actually pull the pictures from those fathers came in with their kindergartners and, again, in fifth grade to add to that uh, end-of-the-year presentation. It's a part of our culture. So it's actually here, it, it's so much a part of what we do. Uh, the kids are used to seeing one of our uh, grandfathers, uh, Larry Sutton, uh, as they exit the bus every single morning, rain, shine, cold, he's out there greeting the kids. Um, and plus, we have our daily watchdog. Um, it's so much a part of what we do, having those fathers here every single day. Uh, the schedules are completely full. They volunteer in the classrooms. Um, and the kids absolutely love it. I mean, you see the looks on their faces. They love having their dads there. And it's just such a powerful, powerful program. And to the point where this year, uh, as on September 23rd, our calendar was completely booked for the year. 
Um, and wow. actually, by the end of September, we had a waiting list just trying to get on the calendar. And that's in the building of, with 400 kids. So it's just a part of our culture and what we do here at, at, at our building. It's great how it becomes a tradition. Now, do you have uh, how many uh, watchdogs do you have per day? Do you have a, a limit? You know, I keep it to one unless we have a big event going on like field day or our Santa secret shop. I mean, we have bigger events going out, book a second father. Uh, but I try to keep it to one because if a father's going to take a day off of work, I want to make sure that they have a full schedule. Exactly. Um, so it, it tends to be hard to fill two schedules in one day, um, but for one, we can always fill that schedule. Okay. Now, who does your scheduling for you? Do you do that yourself, or do you have one of your staff members do it? Or I do it myself. Um, okay. And, and again, it's just it's one of those things. I from the talking to Jerry uh, years ago to from the first teleconference we did, and that sold myself and uh, my staff on the program. And and since then, I've been vested, and uh, it means a lot to me and a lot to this school. So the, the little time I spend each month building the schedules. Uh, it's nothing compared to the, the value we get from the program. Wow, that's great to hear. Now, I would understand that uh, you've also promoted this to other principals as well in your area? I sure have. Uh, Wayne County, we have a elementary principals network, and I've actually hosted field trips for principals from other Wayne County elementary schools to come out to our uh, Tuyake Elementary School. And uh, Jerry and I have gone out to PTO meetings and uh, we've met with principals and uh, potential top dogs in other schools. So uh, Jerry has really made the rounds, and I've, I'm glad I've been able to work with him to help uh, promote the program here in Southeast Michigan. Well, great, and uh, and we'll certainly be willing to work with you if you'd like to host a uh, a live watchdogs training. Uh, either get uh, myself or Eric up there and uh, and train some administrators. That uh, that'd be a lot of fun. But uh, we may do it in the summertime. I don't know if I want to come up there right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, uh, Brendan, are you still with us? Yes, I am. Well, Brendan, tell me, uh, and 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 I, I do want to tell you, this is going to be a first that we've had a, a watchdog kid that has actually had the guts to get on the air with us here. But uh, from your perspective, as uh, as a the son of a watchdog, what does watchdogs mean to you? I really like it because it gives a chance for my father and other fathers to come into the classroom. And all, and also, it's all through elementary school. I had it, so it's kind of, so it's kind of like a tradition for me to have it. Okay, so you look forward to that the the launch event in the fall with it. now. Do y'all do a pizza night? Yeah, we do to recruit um, watchdog dads and to fill out the calendar and everything. Okay, now as a student. Uh, that is the son of a uh, top dog coordinator. Are you out uh, recruiting other dads to to come in and be a part of the program? Not really. I don't. Do, <laughs> I don't. I don't really. That's dad's do that. job, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Tim, let me ask you this. And, and usually, when I have an administrator or a counselor on this, you know, usually there is a that one special watchdog's moment that stands out in your mind. Either it's a uh, either it's a tying of a shoe, or it's a um, you know just a, a dad being there at just the right moment to do the right thing. Can you uh, can you give us a story from Yake? We've had so many here. Uh, of course, Larry Sutton, like I said, our father is here each and every morning. It's such a huge... I, I even have him in my kindergarten orientation 
uh, presentation in his watchdog shirt waiting to the kids coming off the bus. But probably the most powerful uh, story I had would be about a young man named Terrence Cook. Uh, when I was the assistant principal at Patrick Henry Middle School, he was a student I had there. His father died from cancer, passed away probably three years ago, and he had two younger brothers who were here at Yake Elementary School, and his younger brothers had never had a watchdog come in and volunteer. So parents came in and volunteered to be a watchdog for his little brothers, and the look on their faces, and that day was just powerful. They even sent the picture of parents and his brothers to the staff at Patrick Henry and at the high school. They were so proud of parents coming in and fulfilling uh, a watchdog op- opportunity for his little brothers. It was just a just a truly an amazing day for us wow. and for those kids. That- that and and if you if you heard my spot in the middle, you know how that uh, how that gets to uh, my heart. So, well, uh, it is time to go. We're actually going to run over here a little bit, but uh, but I certainly didn't want to uh, put the brakes on that great story. Uh, so I would like to th- thank once again uh, Mr. Ryan Hamilton of Life of Dad Show who joined us uh, earlier in the show. Uh, Jerry Beller, the top dog coordinator at Yake uh, Elementary School. And uh, Tim Podluski, uh, who is the principal at Yake, and also Brendan Beller, who uh, had the guts to uh, get online with us and uh, be a part of our show today. So, guys, thank you so much, and uh, keep warm. <laughs> thank you, Keith. And uh, one last parting word, uh, go blue. I, I'm, I'm sorry you're breaking up. I didn't hear that. <laughs> go go. Go uh, blue in March. Let's say that. (laughs) Thank you for joining us in another edition of Watch Dogs Radio. (laughs) Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information on the Watch Dogs program and how to bring this great program to your school, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watch Dogs program are the ones that just don't know enough about us. And now for Eric and Chris and the staff at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, this is Keith Shoemaker. Be sure to join us next week. Have a great week.